I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zancy Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia. Here with my two colleagues from across the seas. One is an idiot, and the other is a fool. <laughs> Ooh, an even bigger idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Tibbs fool. Um, I'm going to reuse the title from the Patreon episode because. I want more people to hear my funny joke. Oh, please, please just say it. <laughs> no, everyone has to know that this was pre-written for a different audience. They get it now because they're also special. I'm the postman pad of politics, Sebastian of the United States of World America, and you're welcome. Boo, you joke recycler. <laughs> Shame on you. You should be ashamed. And now this time for realsies, I'm never <laughs> using that again. I just need to get it into the main feed, you know? <laughs> And I'm Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, each week we deal with an issue in our virtual nation uh, that we host on nationstates.net, a nation simulator, while dealing with our world, trying to keep it within our own political leanings. This season... Aliens have switched our brains and are about to do it again. Oh, just as I was getting comfortable back in my old office. <sighs> <laughs> to be I, fair, I honestly, did... <laughs> if the last five episodes have been anything to go by, I honestly think that Andrew Polia would do a better job of managing Zane Australia than Seb America. How is that possibly true? We've agreed on all but one. Two. Can yeah, I just the one can that we I, disagreed on set, like the very end was very but, minor but, disagreement. But the two that we disagreed on, Andrew Polier and I agreed on. Yeah, but the ones that I went with were the, the fact Incorrect. that your people aren't locked up right now <laughs> means I did a good job. So uh, this is the third season. If you are confused by what you're doing, you can go back and listen to all of our other episodes that are available on your podcatcher. Uh, this is the third season. Uh, last season, we dealt with na- with global threats. Yes. The season before that was just vanilla, just dealing with issues, I, yelling I at each other about politics. episode 57 that we did is the best one we've ever done. Hmm. I have no memory of that episode specifically. I have a fondness of 89. 89 as well? Okay. Mm. Uh, episode 69 is yeah. always the funniest. Boo, Seb. <laughs> boo. The, I don't know how this is a <laughs> Joke recycler. Have <laughs> <laughs> I said that before? Because if I did, Everybody has said that before. No, no. <laughs> I'm the first person to make a correlation between that and that. So, Can shall, sh- we, shall we reveal which nations <clears throat> we are... Uh, we're managing this 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 round. I am so sick of the Submerican bunker. Oh, I well. do not want to go back. Now I did write secret messages on the on the names I put oh. on the hat. So if you guys could do me a favor and when you reveal who you are, <laughs> also read out the message. Otherwise, I mean it's just for me, which is pretty good, but I'd like to I'd like to enjoy it. All right, Very I'll good. go first. I am 
Andropolia. Terrific. Wear a hard hat and be this is earful. My, yeah, be earful. Is that what it says? <laughs> be earful. This is, this, that's what it says, right? Like that's, it's, it's listen a, carefully. It's, it's a C. Um, this is a very boring round. Why does it have a cross through it? <laughs> um, I... I went cursive and everything. anyway, um, it's gonna be a very boring uh, repeat because we're actually on the same thing. Because mine has my condolences, Zane Australia. No, why? Wow. So by a process of elimination, congratulations, you just won the jackpot, World America. <laughs> <laughs> I did shuffle them. Yeah, <laughs> fine. This is not what I wanted either. No, that's right. Let's continue to improve World America. Right. Wait. I'll descend wait. back into the so, dungeon. In an ideal world. I'm picking for Submerica, Andropolia is picking for me, and you're picking for Andropolia. Yeah, is that I, the switch that you want? Ideally, yes. I think I could nail the chaos that makes Andrew's nation what it is, and I feel most comfortable with you touching my thing because economically we agree, and that's the part that I'm trying to improve the most. feel most comfortable with me mm-hmm. touching your thing. <laughs> yep, my things. <laughs> well, that's that's not what you said, and that's not what is recorded. Oh, well, oh, well. It happens. Okay. Well, I have an issue. That's boring. We're just repeating it. Oh, I hate randomness. Oh, just wait for it to heat up. Oh. Well, I mean, this one. We can do it. We can have a do over. Somebody can spend a veto point for a do over. Is that an option? Why I not? We're, we're making the rules up. <laughs> I will absolutely. I've got so many that I'm not going to use. Let's do it. Shuffle again. Okay. This is. Uh, this feels like a cop out. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happens if it ends up the same again? <laughs> then someone else owes me a veto point. <laughs> okay. So we shuffle them around again. And once again, I have Andrew Paul. And once again, I have Zane Strauss. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> hey, I'm not good at this. Someone else shuffle. <laughs> Are you still spending another veto yes, point? Yes, goddamn yes. Oh, Come on, I just that. want something different. Well, Phil, I, just want, I just want one of them to be different. I mean, I guess if one of them is different, they're all kind of different. I don't know. I just don't want the exact same again. No offense, Andrew. Is this, but I'd like is this, I'd like revenge on you is what I'm trying to say. Is this, I don't the, mind. is this the equivalent of you being really bad at Super Mario Brothers and getting to that, getting to that first jump and falling in? And then just spending <laughs> token after token. Okay, to- I have. Okay, well, uh, it's changed. I have World America. I've got Andrew Folio. Oh, interesting. By process of elimination, I have Zane Australia. So this is the best of all this possible is, worlds. This is the one that I wanted the most because okay. it ruins your nation, which oh. sets up mine for success. And also, I get to have fun with the Wild this Wild is, West. It is interesting. This sets up you for success, meaning that I'm the one that sets you up for success. I'm trusting you. Oh, sure. I, I mean, ignoring myself at the helm. Andrew tried to just—he tried to you know, sabotage my nation. Sore. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> this might go a little bit differently. I have an issue called leading from behind. A new administrative building for the environmental department is under fire from watchdog groups. An investigation found, amongst other things, that valuable wetland was drained for the foundation. Unsustainable materials were used during construction, and energy efficient methods were and energy inefficient methods were chosen for mechanical systems. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first up, we're dealing with government buildings. Um, unfortunately, I, I, I don't think there is an abolished government option here. <laughs> oh, rats. <clears throat> the government needs to do better, tuts Brenda Price, an activist planted outside the department building. 
all government agencies must be required to undergo an environmental impact assessment before any proposed action, building or otherwise. Not only do agencies need to report critical habitat affected, as well as embodied energy costs for materials, etc. They must be required to follow the most environmentally friendly option possible, even if one thing is found out of place, the project shouldn't be allowed to go through. The conservation benefits are certainly worth it in the end. I mean, that's a, a, a fine response to, to what you're doing. I don't, a fine response. I'm, I'm of the opinion that governments should not have uh, building, building assets. Yeah. Absolutely not. They should always be a part of the free market. They should compete with everybody else for space the same way that, the same way that everybody else has to. Well, maybe you'll <laughs> maybe <like this> next <laughs> option. There is no way that our government could afford the highest level of environmental certifications on every government building, excitedly cautions Gene Wilson, the Treasury Minister. However, I do realize the need for our nature, nation to be environmentally responsible. Go through with mandating a permitting process, but only for non-government construction. Let us take over the process of awarding green certification so that we can charge fees for everyone. This will be great for our nation's treasury and our environment. But under that proposal... The government is not subject if they, you know, commission their own building. They're not subject to those same environmental uh, green ratings. No, they are. So they are. This okay. Is everyone. <clears throat> okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Every, everyone is on the same playing field here, which is you need government certification. Okay. Yeah. So again, so they're putting criteria down that everyone has to meet, including themselves. Of the two, that's yeah. the most universal. That's the most appealing option. Number three. Ooh. There is no reason to go through with this, urges your Minister for Housing while urinating in a potted plant. Oh, God. In fact, <laughs> I say we reach the radical EP's a lesson. I have a list of the fragile habitats surrounding the Australian city, home to some useless endangered snail species that nobody cares about except those annoying tree huggers. I've also got three orders filed for United Federation Granite. I hear they recently opened up one of the national parks for mining. Just say the word, and these eco-fascists will be leaving their worst nightmare. <laughs> Maybe then they'll get the message. <laughs> Actively destroy the environment. Exactly right. I don't like that you have opinions about the environment. <laughs> Here is a contract lined with fur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Only those three? Only those three. Absolutely. Number two, universal green yeah. ratings for everybody. I think that's 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 a fair yeah. call. Um, I'm just going, I'm not going to even, come, like we've spoken Again, about I, everything. It's, I think, makes sense. I think uh, uh, the free market, specifically insurance companies, would do a better job than the government of regulating these things. Yeah. Uh, but if it must be somebody... So the nation's green cities are indeed concrete jungles. Say Australians soak up super summer... Economic slump minor, temporary, expert says. Deadbeat parents left children unfed. Environment groups applaud. Oh, environment groups applaud government initiative. <laughs> Started with the wrong vibe. Eco-friendliness up 11.7%. Environmental beauty up 6.4%. Uh, ideological radicality 5.6%. Authoritarianism up 53 Weather up 4.8%. Income equality up 46 Tourism 18 
uh, and everything else less than one. Big downs, the biggest down at 63.4% furniture restoration. Oh, ah, because... No, you would think that would be green. You think it'd be green. Yeah. Uh, wood chipping down 17%. Uh, charmlessness down 4.4. Wealth gaps down 4.3. Average disposable income down 2.3. Economy down 1.1. I'm doing all my good stuff from the last while. Yeah. Uh, and then everything else less than 1%. Who so, would have thought being environmentally conscious would come at a price? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Conservation doesn't happen for free, people. You right. don't just get to say solar panels and wind farms <laughs> save the earth. Solar panels and wind farms. Solar panels and wind farms. Please. My issue is called the artwork in the attic. It sounds like a spooky story, like it should be around a campfire. <laughs> Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story <laughs> the artwork in the attic. After the death of a wealthy Maxtopian immigrant, Emmeline Imogen Park... A large stash of paintings, many of which were believed to have been produced by the most noble artist, sorry, notable artist in the history of Maxtopia, was found in her attic. With no will to reference, it is up to the government to decide what should be done with the discoveries. So a, a foreigner died in my nation, didn't leave a will, and there's been artifacts found from her home nation. Mm-hmm. Emmeline decided to make Seb America her home, comments Amanda Von Nugget, the Minister of Fine Arts, who was a close friend of the deceased woman. I know her character well enough to say that she would want her collection to remain here. She was a patron of the arts. I suggest we make an endowment to the Suplex City Museum in her name. The Maxtopians are welcome to visit the museum and pay to see her paintings like anyone else. I'm absolutely certain I've faced this issue before. Mm, Mm. I'm pretty sure. It's very familiar. It's either you or both of us. I already know. I wonder I, I, what will happen. I'm familiar <laughs> with this one, kind of. I haven't read through the the options, but I'm pretty sure I was on the camp of give it back to the nation that they belong to. But I don't, I don't know if there's an option here. I, I, okay. I just remember thinking that. Pay to see them, gasps Diego Colson, the Maxtopian <gasps> Minister of Culture and part-time art critic. These are paintings of great historical and cultural value to my country in my, in that collection. They should be returned to Maxtopia with all due haste. Just imagine the fall of St. Barrysburg hanging on the walls of the Mactopian townhouse of the Wilhelm Kaifaber. Oh, God, there's too many words. <laughs> As the noises of war reached his ears outside his study, does it not stir your soul? I don't know, Zane, are you stirred? <laughs> How's your soul feeling? Uh, it's pretty stirred. Yeah, we've got one more option. I think, I think I remember going with the option of giving it to the or allowing the curator to take it under some sort of salvage rights, that he's the one that knew her, mm. he, he's the one that knew they were mm. there, and her not having a will meant that he essentially found this treasure first. So he gets first dibs. Yeah, final option. Why not put them up for auction, asks auction master Stefan Rivera, <laughs> with a dramatic flourish of his gavel. That may ho- whoever wants them may the most. Oh God! <laughs> that may whoever wants them the most will purchase them. Do I hear a wealthy Maxtopian museum curators? Do I hear eccentric collectors sold to the highest bidder and the money in the government coffers to boot? To do what with? Um, drugs for my <laughs> citizens. Like, yeah, no. 
um, funded, I put it towards all the social welfare that I hate for. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I don't hate any of these options. So I, I have think no really. I think the Australian way would be to give it to the museum. Yep. As an endowment, I think the American way though is to give it to Maxtopia. Yeah, honestly, that, that's out of the three options, that's the one I'm most inclined to. But honestly, they're all pretty good. The one I, I like the least is the auction one because it's suddenly now someone else is profiteering off this rather than it kind of. The other two options are it's the best for one nation, it's the best for another nation. A lot more people benefit from it, whereas our final one is just sell it off. Who cares who gets it? And I get more, well, not I, the nation gets money, which is. I mean, good, but I'd rather it's art. I'd rather have the value of the fact that it is what it is, and not the financial return from it. Mm. But I don't really care, honestly. Mm. I mean, it's free reign anyway, but I don't care which one you pick. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. they all they, they all tick my box in some way. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm helping. Okay. I'm helping yeah. a, another nation. I'm helping my nation. Or we make money, and that once again, I have a lot of social welfare programs making money to support them. You, it's not a bad thing. I don't care. You can help other nations, but remember that your first responsibility is to your nation. Your nation. Yeah, it's just. It's just. Paintings of theirs, I don't care. They can have Oh, them. it starts at paintings. And it ends with whatever else they and have ownership no, of. And, and then, then it, it goes to islands. That's exactly right. To, to farmland. <laughs> Maybe we, we're actually downgrading. It starts with islands and, and then goes to farmland. Oh, we found, and now it's paintings. Actually we found remains or we found remains of some ancient king, some yeah. some feudal lord. So Under clearly your city, the, yeah. so we'll need to you're now just West Bigtopia. Yep. <laughs> Uh, split it, split it like Solomon through Jerusalem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the only compelling argument, not for no, option number two, is if uh, what the curator is saying is true, that the person would have wanted it to stay in said America. Well, they were hiding them apparently, which is the, well, hiding and storing are uh, like you store things out of sight. I guess <laughs> it's not like they're not like walk. War trophies or anything. You refer to it as a stash. No, but oh, no, no, it's we're reading into yes, it, but it just yeah. says stash. It wasn't like they were on display in her home. They were hid, they were tucked away yeah. somewhere not being seen. But the dignitary from uh Maxtopia is not claiming that they were stolen. He's just saying that they should now be returned since they don't have an obvious owner. Yep. He's not claiming that they were ever stolen. Yeah. So I think But she immigrated as well. It's she said she's an immigrant, so she's not like she was just visiting, like she mm-hmm. lived here as well. There's there's, uh, there's every side I think has a legitimate claim to it, except for number three, which I think is a little bit less legitimate. But um that's why I don't care, because I can I can reason with both sides. I just like you're all right. Right, we're going option number one. <laughs> of keeping it in World America? Correct. You're at war. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maxtopian tourists make expensive pilgrimage to Suplex City to enjoy their national art. I love how they come to Suplex City for their art. No basket case. Signs of growth in local craft industry. Lobbyists coincidentally wins real estate bonanza. Submerica cleverly exploits natural resources and tourism industry braces for influx. So somehow this this triggered the two bad buzzwords of Submerican growth. Corruption up 9%, gambling up 5%. Mmm, delicious. Basket weaving, black market, and tourism up four. Oh, your basket weavers are back. <laughs> Yay? As You've tried to drive them out so thoroughly. As for downs, it's pretty minimal. I mean, the biggest down was charmlessness, down 3%. Weather was down 2 because people are inside looking at all the art. They can't see the sun. And safety down 1% because buildings are terrifying and also unsafe. But they're inside <laughs> of them, so they're less safe. It's actually safer outside in Submerica. You'd be surprised. The code is the, I mean, there is no code. <laughs> I mean, like we said, it's pretty much that was a pretty non-issue for Submerica. Absolutely. Well, 
Let's finish this one off with a bang. I agree. Oh, are we at war still? Oh, but we, I mean, we are at war. war. Oh, this will be the, fun. The uh, the righteous war for the freedom of child slaves continues. So, wait, but you want to get slaves or release them? Release them. <laughs> <laughs> I just Brazil's... know what side of the war you're on. I'm so, not... Andropolian <laughs> tourists were press ganged into slavery by Brazilistan. How many so of them? Andropolia went to war. How many of them? Some. I'm not going to war some, with three people. I'm no, sorry. Some, but it wasn't just Andropolian specifically. It was other tourists as well. My people don't leave the nation. It's not allowed. I was kidding. It's, it's very much allowed. All the sleeper cells in Zane's Australia are waiting to strike. So under under Zane's guidance, uh, Andropolia resolved to go to war and decided on a tactical strike rather than a full-scale invasion. Yeah, rather than like sending ground troops to storm the barricades and die. <laughs> So now we are in the process of selecting a target. Excellent. Sebastian. Pacifist a very Sebastian's going <laughs> to love this selecting a target thing. Your government's response to overtures of aggression from the Brazilistanis has been to bomb specific high-level valuable assets in the nation. Having decided to launch a tactical strike on Brazilistan, your military advisors have drawn up a list of different targets, each ranging in terms of severity and civilian casualties. Admiral Nelson Wellington presents you with a file first. This is an aerial view map of <coughs> Western Brazilistan. We have circled in, in red key armament factories, military bases, and a military airport. Eliminating these targets will not only harm the enemy's ability to mobilize an effective retaliatory attack, but it also makes it easier for us to land troops in the West Coast. The impact on civilians will be minimal. How do you like that? Minimal is too high of a risk. It's a, it's a, it's a military strike... <laughs> So, so number one, number one of four, uh, sorry, number one of three is a military strike on military targets. Hey, that just makes sense. Doesn't it just? But let's read the other ones just in case <laughs> just they in case. Yeah. <laughs> That won't be enough, Air Marshal Steve Krostowski says firmly. Here is a map of the same region, but as you can see, our targets are much more crucial to Brazilistan's infrastructure. Give the go-ahead and my pilots will unleash their bombs on the city itself. There is a 100% chance of high civilian casualties, but it's to ensure that the enemy has a 0% chance of retaliation in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. That seems effective, but a little bit overkill, if you don't, if you don't mind Doesn't me saying Doesn't it just? But I'm listening, because <laughs> he's got military expertise. Or we could just nuke them. There we go. General Attila Ross says, pushing the other two out of the way. Think about it. None of Think our soldiers. None of we our soldiers. Got the <laughs> they got the people. Bada bing, bada boom, boom, boom. That's hey, a, that's why essentially not? it. <laughs> None of our soldiers will go into there. There'll be zero casualties on our side. All it takes is one bomb, so it's considerably cheaper, <laughs> and it makes and it means there will be no drawn-out conflict. It can't be a loss. To us, anyway. It'll decimate Brazilistan, but hey, they're the enemy. This is war. Hey. <laughs> Why not? What's Come is, on. Your accents are selling it to me. So, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so am I choosing number one now or in a minute or two after we talk? Let's talk a bit. <laughs> number three. Number three. Do it for the war crime. <laughs> so... Okay, obviously I want to... Accents make war fun. They do. We we can agree on that. (laughs) So obviously I want to go number one, but don't select it yet. Um, (laughs) 
because I don't want to kill anyone. But also, how long has this war been going on for? It's just started. And I just heard of this nation, so I'm not really attached to their this people. Is- so we could look at number three and hey. just finalise <laughs> the situation. Do they have your people currently captive? Yes. Well, the nuking is a terrible idea. A terrible idea. So is the other one. As is bombing the cities because you don't know where the civilians are. You're not going to win a war by being a pussy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's like a big dick? A nuke. A big phallic nuclear bomb. Hey. I know you don't want number three, but wouldn't it be nice just to end this war and get back to doing things that really matter? I don't think a nuke will end this war. The the way I'm being sold it is though it ends the war. Of course, you know, because the one thing that will end all future global conflict is the launch of one nuclear warhead. That's why America launched two. (laughs) Well, yeah, you got to warm up. To get two, you need to do one to begin with. And then add a 50-year-long cold war. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Just let it simmer. Just hey. <laughs> Here's where I'm legitimately torn. We got a bomb. The answer is number one, but I want to see what happens if you select number three. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to have that option? Like, just yeah, to see. Just, just to see. To see. Yeah. So I think I think we're going option three. Oh no. <laughs> no. Wouldn't it be great to see though? The spectacle of just knowing what happens. I'm curious what the simulation would say. Yeah, me too. But I, I but, love- I love that nation state's argument of we've got one. Why don't we? That's one seb over to like, I mean, you've got one. Let's just see what happens. Hey, hey, hey. Doing what you normally do got you into this mess. If, if you're choosing three, I am absolutely vetoing it. Of course that. you are. But you're going to have to veto it because I am selecting it. Well, then... Okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I have no, I have no, I don't want to do the middle option because I was, I don't want to kill people without spectacle. So we're going to option one then after you spend a veto. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm not spending the veto. We're doing option three. The blood is on your hands, <laughs> Seb. Now we have a legitimate war criminal. <laughs> yeah, but it's his station. You're instigating global <laughs> nuclear war. No, 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 not global. Just we're on his half of the globe. <laughs> For shame, Aren't you Sebastian. Curious? We're all in the same region. Yeah, it's fine. I'm so curious of how this is going to work. <clears throat> Please. The South Pacific holds its breath as nuclear warfare is being seriously considered. <laughs> I, I would love if the, if the topic was like, we're not doing this. This was a joke option. I didn't script this event. <laughs> the Andropoli Sentinel reports passerby saves child from mugger, so there is hope. Socialists welcome increased public spending. Thanks, Seb. Tourism industry discounts benefit locals and revitalized military supplier promises jobs, discounted weapons. So after all the trouble we went to in the last episode of scaling back the military, promoting peace between uh, Victopia and Maxtopia, 
This is how you lose your internet, Andropolis. Watch out. Sorry, did it not actually launch the nuke? Is it just preparing to launch the nuke? I didn't know what I said. I launched well, the that's, nuke. That's now the strategy that has been chosen. Oh, so that'll affect your next choice and the next um And you issue. can be guaranteed, Seb, that, I get- that I'm going to hold off on war decisions until you are out of this cabinet because that is ridiculous. Can, I'm so can curious. I say, <laughs> if you have a nuke, and you are cons- even considering realistically launching oh, that nuke. Oh, absolutely not. You don't not say, hey, hey, North Korea, congratulations on you getting a missile. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Just saying we've got a few hundred over here. If you misbehave, we'll use it. Thanks. So you, you, so think- you warn them first. <laughs> so you think that this is, the, 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 this is the warning? Thanks to your efforts, Sebastian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Andropoli has a new policy. Weapons of mass destruction. The nation claims the legal right to use weapons of mass destruction. To be fair, I assumed you already had, so you're welcome. I and I you. have a new postcard. Mm. The Atomic Age. Build bigger bombs. Think of how good that's going to make your economy with all that building of bombs. Oh, you know how last week the defence forces went down by 44%? <laughs> defence forces up 40%. <laughs> Corruption. Down 8% last week, up 18%. So good. Weaponization down 8% last week, up 6.5%. This is is how I felt when you destroyed my economy. I did no such thing. Destroyed in much smaller terms. He hasn't launched the nukes yet, okay? No, He's just but, getting ready to. But, but all the effort we went to, all the sacrifices we made under Zane's tenure, <laughs> has just been undone in your first issue. <laughs> Change is coming to Andropolia. <laughs> and not a moment too soon. <laughs> yeah, didn't like that initial change. <laughs> Let's get back to normal. Scientific advancement up 4.5% and taxation and government size up 2% as is charmlessness and crime. Unfortunately, as far as the downtrends are concerned, lifespan down 1%. We're back below 55. Compassion down 8. Safety down 9. Pacifism down 11.5%. And niceness, the big loser, down 17%. We're down to one and a quarter smiles per day. But we didn't, just to be clear, so no nukes have been launched yet. I've just put you on the path. That's just the strategy that has been been adopted. But that means you have to have another topic and you can still back out and not do it, right? You've just... Effectively, we've made the threat, which is fine, I guess. I just I assumed I was locking you into actually using them. I'm a bit disappointed that it well, skirted around it for another week. Week on week, what we've done is scale back on military equipment mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> only to replace it with nuclear weapons. Hey. Half the military, oh, sorry, a third of the military is now a nuclear, uh, a nuclear option. Your one nuke is more nukes than I have soldiers. You monster. <laughs> yes, but you've just ordered a third of the military to be outfitted with nuclear yeah. weapons. Yeah. That's very interesting. I can't wait to see next week. <laughs> Seb, I don't know what you think I did to you no, in, a, in a previous <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm, I was curious. And I, I've like I said, I'm actually disappointed. I thought we would be launching nukes. And part of no. me is kind of well, rev- well, relieved that we I haven't actually committed you to... I mean, you, it didn't happen. Okay. So there is time to course correct. I'm just disappointed. Like any other topic in nation states, you would have just <laughs> blown the world up. But the one that I select, no, 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 we'll think about it another week. Like, oh. God, I hope I don't have a dragon issue because I know the country's <laughs> going to be inundated with dragons. Yep. This is also <laughs> payback for that time you didn't get witch hunters. Yeah, how dare I try and educate my population well, that witches and we had, we had proven supernatural pro witch hunters. 
and anti-dragon. I didn't want you having dragons and dinosaurs. You get one. Obviously, and mech warriors. You've got too many. You get you pick one thing. You get one thing. <laughs> Stop being so sciency. Just get one thing, Zane. What should we look at this week? Should we look at eco-friendliness, perhaps? Eco-friendliness is a terrific idea because at least Seb hasn't destroyed that yet. Yet, uh, so Zane Australia <laughs> started out at five sixteen point one nine. Yes, way back in the day. So eco-friendliness is that what we're Eco-friendliness. What can I find? Sorry. Very interesting. It does start with an E, so, so you might want to look at the E section. I started on 197. Oh, wow. Okay. So what did you say you started on, sorry? 516. Oh, yeah. I'm, ne- I'm higher now than I was then, but I'm not, yeah. Zero for Andropolia. Started out zero. Started the game at zero. No eco-friendliness at all. So I, I dropped down to negative five, and then it's been constantly climbing since. Well, that was your uranium. I assume so. It wasn't even that big of a jump. It was literally first episode by, by the looks of it, almost 200 down to negative 5.5. But since I'm at my current top of 563, which is only just higher than when you started. Okay. Ah. And where are you at the moment? I'm a little embarrassed to say. 2,302.81. My goodness. Is it, uh, where's Andropolia at? Uh, Andropolia has risen to Submerica's starting position of 197. Oh, there, you go. there was a there was a huh. there was a brief spike early in the game to about two hundred. Then it went negative for oh, a wow. long time, and then again it's been a more gradual spike, but it has risen very very sharply very yeah. recently. Weird. Zane, Zane Australia's just kind of been a pretty well, pretty, steady, a pretty, steady pretty climb steep up. climb, and then we kind of dropped a little bit over the last couple months, and then we kind of just had a jump back up, which with again this government building thing. That's mm. why I picked it. So we were at 2,067 and we're now at 2,302. That's still <clears throat> much bigger than twice. Yeah, I was yeah, not yeah. expecting such a big difference, particularly between Zed America and I. I mm. thought that we were both pretty environmentally friendly. I am. I just dropped... 100% of my stats in one game and then have been rebuilding since. Oh, yeah, but even even so... I'd like, be like 800, which is still not, not 2,000, but I'd be quite high if it wasn't yeah. for that. And remember that time I did that thing where I didn't build the train and instead did the hippie thing? I think that's where the big jump came from. It was during my reality TV stint where I cut the internet uh, yeah. in, that, in that arc. I remember that. Yeah. Anyway... If you enjoy what you have heard, you can go back and listen to our back catalogue. We have over 100 episodes. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And you can go online to that'snotcanon.com to find us on our other podcasts there. Glass of Wine, Law and Disorder, Second Take, etc., etc. Nothing but gold. And if you want to become one of the best person people in the world, you can become a patron of ours. Links are in the show notes and on our website at... That's not canon.com. Until then, I have been Zane C. Weber, National Council. Objection, the- Andrew, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> he has been the, he's the Chancellor. I merely speak on his behalf. Mm. Mm. <coughs> mm. Chancellor of the National Council, Zane <laughs> Australia, you're not going to... Okay, good. No, I'm not you, I'm him. Good. Uh, twirling forever towards the future. Please, no, please, Andrew. Um, you, you, make, you go, let's break order. I'll oh, just been. cut you off there. I've actually been the Sebastian of the Andrew place. <laughs> um, and the most supreme Sebastian. Leading yeah. with compassion and understanding is that catchphrase. <laughs> um, we think before Nukes we do first. and we do pretty hard. <laughs>
don't do anything. <laughs> is the Andropolian motto. From now the, on. The Andropolian government motto, yeah. <laughs> don't <Of> touch. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to reinstate government for you <laughs> somehow. Until, Terrific. <laughs> until next time, gentlemen. Hey guys, it's Julie and KB from Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What do we talk about, Julie? Conspiracies. No way. What kind do we talk about? Celebrities. Mm, government. Time travel. Ooh. Tune in every Monday. What day? Monday. What was it? Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday for your fill of conspiracy theories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.